0: Welcome to CX today. My name is Charlie, I'm the senior editor here, and today I'm delighted to be joined by Jen Balin, Chief Revenue Officer at SAP Customer Experience. Jen, it's great to have you join us. How are you doing today?
1: I am doing great. Thank you so much. I happen to be at SAP Madrid, so Sapphire Madrid today. I'm doing some amazing customer meetings. So we have keynote, we have a large event today. Um, and so excited to be here talking with you.
0: Yeah, SAP and not SAP, I always say that, but um, yeah, either way, it's a, it's a huge brand and a very exciting announcements that you've recent re- recently released, which I'm excited to talk about. And um, these, these advancements, these new additions to the service cloud, um, yeah, there are lots of them, as I say, and I think the first kind of new feature that I really want to kind of pick your brains about is the improvements made to the agent console. So, I don't know if you could kind of give us a little insight
1: about what's happening there. Yeah, so let me me start from the top. So um, SAP has, in the customer experience market, has been around for a while. And um, customers know us on the ERP side of the business very well. Many know that we are here in um, CX, but some don't. And so, it's worth just reminding folks that we do have products across the board in order to delight customers and drive amazing customer experiences. In the past, what has happened and what you see in the market today is that there tends to be this talk about a back-end and a front-end. And SAP has done very well over the last 50 years in the market with the back-end, which is the ERP side of the business. Um, most customers uh, aren't aware of just the, the full breadth of capabilities that we have on the front-end, and that extends across many Uh, products overall. But one set is the set that I lead as the chief revenue officer, and that's the, the CX portfolio of products, of which service cloud, intelligent service cloud, is a brand new launch that we have. And we're first to market with cloud native service that actually pulls from the back end to the front end. So that to your direct question around agent consoling, if you imagine a world where Um, an agent um, is called, and they were asked about a a specific product and whether or not it has been shipped. Maybe they call in with some sort of complaint about a product breaking in the manufacturing world or the retail world, and they want something like that replaced. In today's uh, capability set, there's no other uh, vendor out there in the market outside of SAP who is able to actually have such deep visual insight the the end where inventory is, where supply chain is, to understand how quickly they can resolve customer issues. So we're suddenly able to put real power into the hands of the agents that are helping customers so that they feel empowered to solve issues very quickly. So you imagine in a world today where you're calling into a customer service center, in many cases, you're already upset, something's wrong. And so that agent needs to actually help that client as fast as possible. What this helps us do though, Charlie, that's actually very interesting is it now puts the power in the client's hands and customer's hands in order to shift their customer service centers to real profit centers so that pre-transaction, during transaction, post-transaction, and then hopefully if customers start driving revenue cycles that have to do with subscriptions and new revenue models, those connection points with the customers that pull from the back end are able to delight customers all along the relationship cycle. So that's what I would tell you about intelligent service cloud.
0: Yeah, I think that's a, <clears throat> you mentioned a very good point in that SAP are kind of uniquely positioned almost just because of the enterprise software that it has and how that could possibly power the contact center of the future. I mean, I think I was reading a Gartner Magic Quadrant on cloud database systems where SAP was a leader. And uh, I think, you know, that's kind of a good example of how they can kind of use all these leading um, capabilities and potentially funnel these insights into the contact center. And I think it's a very, uh, it's very interesting CSAP in this market. And I think, you know, there's lots of exciting possibilities to the future. And we received some of those news of some of those possibilities, um, possibilities this week. And um, yeah, I don't know if I'll go back to the um, Asian console. as kind of one example of this. And I don't know if you can kind of me a little bit about kind of the improvements
1: that you've made there? Yeah, a few different improvements. And so I would say, um, here's what we noticed during the pandemic. And here's what many companies noticed during the pandemic, that the customers that had actually digitally transformed and and moved to the cloud were able to be more resilient and more agile. So now that agent console has a, a sudden 360 degree view of the client. They didn't have that before. That agent console doesn't have a delay in, data coming from the back end like you would with many of our competitors on the market because there's so much additional uh required and layers of integration to pull that data to the front end so on the agent console side you suddenly see that um, tightness of time with data replication you have the data feeding in because again we're we are um one of the leaders in the market and we have been for years with our giga acquisition around customer 360 and data So you have the ability to have that data as a part of that service experience so that you, Charlie, could be the same Charlie that's calling in to uh, make an order, make a claim against something, create a ticket, ask for help, um, et cetera, pre, post, or or during a transaction. So that agent console is something that Gives that three sixty degree view of a client. It gives the power uh, to the hands of the agent in order to resolve issues quickly with data served up from all of the different access points within the clients uh, or about the client from uh, the company information that is held. Mm.
0: Yeah, I think that's particularly interesting because for how long have we heard of this concept of the three hundred and sixty degree view of the customer? But how many uh, companies can actually achieve it? Well, not really many from kind of experiences. But now kind of through thanks to companies like SAP, these capabilities are actually tangible for uh, yeah. centers. And I think that's a really exciting possibility and how that can empower the contact center agents and to kind of quicken contacts and to improve contacts, especially in a world where their job is becoming much harder thanks to the automation, uh, giving them only kind of the complex queries. I think the, it's, uh, it's an important kind of improvement and it would be great to kind of see that in action and. Kind of another improvement that you've made is also in your case management workflows. I don't know if you can give us kind of an example sure. of um, of one of those, and kind of how it helps to improve uh customer service.
1: And there's there's a few. So there's there would be uh, case management um, directly through the service console. There's also the tie-in with field service management. So um, I can think of many examples, but let's let's take an example of um, Reem, who is um, a company right now who uh, works with us on service. Uh, they're a big air conditioning manufacturer. If you, if you think of them, um, being a a real B2B business and they need to think about things like how do they initially size overall the air conditioning that units that are required for a footprint of a building and then determine how they would serve. So upfront, the, the determination of the sizing that's required for a building or a structure, and then making sure that they are in connection with their uh, service technicians that are actually putting the product um, at the site or at the physical location. And then you think back to how they actually um, focus on installation, how they call field service as it's required. In the past, what has happened is there have been these these antiquated uh, frameworks for how something goes from a customer making a transactional purchase to how installation happens to what happens after the sale if if the product doesn't work quite right. Now we're at a point in the market where customers like you and I just expect almost invisible CX, almost invisible service. And so if you think about the case management and flows, that the company now, the brand has the ability to say, how do I delight my customer? I can actually decide that I want the flows to work in a way that drives business logic as opposed to something that was just operationally managed behind the scenes by IT in the, in the past. So I, w- I will tell you, having been in this market for the last 26 years, in the past, what would happen is IT would say, okay, after we install, then um, there's really no point of contact with the client. Now from the servicing console, you could actually decide with the flows how exactly you want that ex- service experience to be. And the reason that we made this change was based upon what our customers told us. So you could you could simply say, you know what, um, after we actually install something, we would like a service call to naturally be held proactively with the client two days later to see if, if that was satisfactory. We would like there to be a maintenance call that happens at X point. And you can dictate as that Um, customer advocate what you want the future to look like for that experience. So it's more of a business uh, driver. And um, that is really because in listening to clients, what we're noticing is there is absolutely a need for IT to manage many of these processes, but the business wants to make sure they're managing customer delight. So now the business is able to say, with the democratization of some of that technology control, the business is able to say, I'd like to make sure that this is how we service the clients. I want this to happen, this to happen, this to happen. And I'm going to give you another example of an experience I recently had. I was in a room with a client and um, we were taking those, you know, those 3M sticky notes, the little three by five sticky notes. Um, We asked them to outline what their service experience is today and so they all wrote out the pieces of that on these different three by five cards. just literally the steps this happens then this happens and then this happens and what was interesting is if you take those three by five sticky notes off of the whiteboard and you say now it's a white piece of paper what do you want it to be then all of a sudden there's two or three other pieces of those sticky notes that come up where clients say well gosh if i were creating a delightful experience I'd probably do this in between that step and that step that we have today. I'd probably do this at the very end to, to light up, to light with my clients. And that's all possible with our agent console now.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, really lots, again, lots of really kind of fascinating <clears throat> insights there. And I think, um, that example of kind of to get, bringing you closer to kind of the customer experience as opposed to kind of just shifting it off to it, who kind of, who kind of process things as an IT, uh developer would instead of somebody that really kind of promotes and understands customer experience. I think that's, uh, yeah, that's a fact that's fascinating and uh, that kind of you have a vision that works kind of around that. I think that yeah, that's mm-hmm. really progressive um, yeah, and yeah, uh, I think that's uh, very interesting. And also from the new additions, what I've seen to be kind of what really caught my eye was um, int- in new integrations with uh, Qualitrix and uh, Microsoft Teams. Could you tell me a little bit more about these and the benefits they will bring to their customer service teams?
1: Yeah, so there's there's a few things that I will say. So Microsoft Teams, of course, in general, allows for the collaboration with clients. It allows for the collaboration across um, business units in order to solve customer issues quickly. And what typically happens within customer service centers, and we go and we observe those all the time, and I don't know if you've been in one <clears throat> post-pandemic, but um, unfortunately, things haven't changed fast enough. And so what will happen is those, I feel so bad for the agents because they're trying to help a client and they are literally toggling across 20 different tabs. And maybe they're looking at one screen and they physically have to turn and look at the other. So you see what happens, my face turns away from you. You don't feel as important. You don't feel like the priority all of a sudden because I'm looking at another screen in order to service you. And so this native integration into uh teams for collaboration and then also like i mentioned before with more of that customer data rolling in natively as a part of um our new product that allows the agent to just look right at you the entire time be looking at you and be working through um one screen in order to service the client and then as it relates to the the qualtrics integration i think this so this is the first to market here around um what we're doing with discover xm and and it really is starting to pull customer sentiment into the servicing experience, surveying into the customer servicing experience, which has never never, ever been done before. So let me give you an example of where this really comes into play. Um, you think across all industries, they have some sort of a metric for customer satisfaction or net promoter score. And what typically happens is it's not until that transaction is done that the customer is asked, well, how did they feel about that? And usually it's so far past the transaction being done that then there's no real relationship where they can go back and say, well, I didn't mean to be abrupt with you on the phone. I, I didn't know that this one thing was important to you. Um, and so this this integration allows us to have insights earlier, allows a client to have insights earlier into those differentiators um, that are important to them. And I w- I would say, I get so excited about this topic so i'm just going to say one more thing on this um when it comes to customer experience in general there's many business people who are trying to figure out those unique pivot points for their brand that are true differentiators and many of us who and and i'm sure being at cx today you think about this too many of us have called it uh, moments that matter you could call it micro moments it's those moments where you make a decision about how much you love that brand or whether you're gonna go tell four people that you don't love that brand because we know that's the stat too. And so if you have the ability to understand those moments that were particularly painful for the client and you didn't realize it was that impactful, um, you know, that's something where you can create a differentiator. It could be as in an example where um, if you look in the healthcare industry, they're able to drive down um, or they're able to drive pull back the actual hospital readmittance or uh, reimbursement rates based upon patient satisfaction scores. And so if you have the ability to understand that before a patient leaves the building or while you're interacting with a patient um, in a telehealth call as an example, that would be a situation where you're able to save it before you're trying to go back and make it right with a, cl- a customer.
0: Excellent. Well, I think um it'll be interesting though for our viewers to kind of know where they can maybe find out a bit more kind of about the uh, SAP uh, app uh, giver um tool and all the other uh, new exciting innovations that we've talked about today.
1: Oh, absolutely. So there I will tell you this having come into this company about seven months ago Charlie um, I have been shocked at how humble we are in the marketplace I think that we talk about some things we probably don't talk enough about the customer stories and we need to do more of that and so um, and I've heard it loud and clear since I've been here at the company so through my sales organization and through our marketing organization we're going to do a better job of making sure that we have some real clear information that's going out to the market that is a cohesive set of both customer stories, but also the product features and future vision roadmap. So I would say um, for the people listening today, looking out on our website over the next 30 to 60 days should be very interesting um, as, as we move forward, because we do look to be louder in this market and it's it's fascinating to me i mean we have a brand that's been around for 50 years and we have we have such a focus on customer delight here more so than anywhere else i've ever been it's let's let's focus on customer delight let's delight every single customer but then we don't as a company go back and say well let's market everything that we're doing let's let's make every single brand um eligible to be seen on our website so i do think we have the ability to tell better stories And I do think we have the ability to talk a little bit more about um, some of the product capabilities, features, benefits, extensibility than we are today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to hear some of those uh, stories myself because, you know, just from our conversation, there's been so many kind of thought-provoking kind of golden nuggets of uh, information that we could very much well dig into much further. But I think kind of for now, I think that's a great overview of all the new additions uh, to SAP Cloud. And it's been very kind of thought provoking, as I say, for me. So thank you um, very much for uh, chatting to me today, uh, Jen.
1: Yeah, I'd like to leave you with one last comment, if I may. Yeah, go for it. So, so here's what I would say. Um, there are many companies that I've been at where um, I feel, gosh, there's some potential there, but um, we don't have the potential end to end to really um, take the market by storm and create a new uh, pioneer in new ways. Um, I could not be more excited about what we're about to do in the market. And let me give you insight into why I feel that way. First, um, Ritu, my peer, just came from a different company, Salesforce. She was there for 10 years. She was at Oracle for 10 years before that. I've been at five major tech companies most recently. Um, Salesforce and AWS, and I think the two of us came over to SAP realizing that the um, SAP CX portfolio had progressed over the years, and I almost think about it like different chapters. There's the building chapter, there's the refinement chapter, and then there's the cloud native chapter, and there's soaring to the cloud. That is what we're about to do, so I'm the first to say as an executive, are we exactly where we want to be right now? No, absolutely not. Are are we going to get there? You bet. And I think the goal that we both have is what I hear from customers every day, which is just make it easy, make it seamless, make it cloud native, make it invisible to our clients that we have these products. We just want it to feel easy and feel magical. And so that's what she and I are working on together to do, to really make CX something that feels like it's seamless as a CX experience as opposed to something where it's service, sales, marketing, commerce. So you get the point. So thrilled to talk to you today. Thank you again for making the time.
0: No, it's been great to talk to you. And I think um, I think that's a point that's a brilliant point to end on. I mean it could really tell kind of your passion for this market. And it's great to see um SAP kind of evolving into a really growing force uh, within the kind of CCAS space and I'm sure uh, that'll only continue. So yeah thanks again uh, for joining me today, uh, Jen.
1: Wonderful, thank you.
0: Excellent, and thank you everybody for watching. Uh, bye for now, and see you again
1: soon.